Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. How many need a breakthrough from God on this morning? If you need a breakthrough on God on this morning, you need 
can raise the roof on this place. My God got it. God got it. My God got it. My God got it. My God got it. God got it. My God got it. God got it. Let me ask you this question on this morning. What is if they told you today, if you gave God the very best praise you got right now, somebody said right now, if you gave God the very best praise that you had right now, God will begin to move anything that's been blocking your hindrance. Would you sit on your hands and would you give God the very best praise you can right now? Amen. How many will give him the very best praise and say amen? amen. My God got it. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll be safe too. 
to start the services. The preacher will begin reading John 14 all the way through, and goes on to say that in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. We understand there's a particular part I want us to focus on. And you probably caught wind when I read that scripture for the second time. Let not your hearts be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled. I know that life seems tougher than tough. I know life seems to be unfair. And I know that life seems to be unkind. But let not your heart be troubled. When we understand that these are comforting words coming from Jesus Christ himself. I know you're going through a rough spell right now, but let not your heart be troubled. I know you don't see a way out of your current situation, but let not your heart be troubled. I know your money is funny and your change is strange, but let not your heart be troubled. I know there seems to be a strain in your relationship, but let not your heart be troubled. All Jesus is saying at that point, he says, I'm real. I'm real. You don't believe what he's saying? Listen to the next part. He said, you believe. In God. Believe in God. The admission for us to get anything moving in our lives is first we must believe in God. When you believe in God, that creates the faith engine moving in your life. Because you can't receive if you don't believe. Let me help somebody get an understanding. I don't even know what the lotto prize is right now, but whatever it is, I can't be a part of the winning solution if I'm not in the solution to begin with. You can't expect God to start moving on your life until you allow God to come in your life. So if I believe on God and and I receive what God would have for me, then that's the beginning of my faith. When I'm talking about one God, one Son, one Spirit, with one mission, listen at Job in 14 and 1. He said, man is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. Job was agonizing at the fact that he had lost everything. But yet he knew there was one God that could fix his problem. When his friends turned his back on him, he leaned on that one God. When his family was gone and his money was gone, he leaned on that one God. When his wife began to question him, he leaned on that one God. What am I trying to say? No matter how difficult it got for Job, he never aborted the one true God. He never gave up on what was going on. He didn't question why and how, when, what and where. He knew that if God allowed it, God was going to sustain him. As we begin to advance into this 21st century, we have to understand that just as God said what he meant, Jesus said what he meant, the Holy Ghost said what he meant, so therefore there are no discrepancies. The only discrepancies come from man. And until we understand that you can't out-talk God, you can't out-think God, there used to be an old uh, uh, stage play that your arms are too short to box and fight with God. So, so you cannot win this battle against God. Amen. So you are either binding to the fool's goal or an empty promise that you can. Well, how how you say that? When you go against the will of God. You don't believe that God is who he say he is. 
It's just that simple. Amen. Obedience is greater than a sacrifice. Some of us would rather give up some things and just simply obey God. Obeying God can eliminate a lot of the complications that we deal with. Amen. We don't have to struggle some of the struggles we're dealing with. Just line up to God's word. Amen. Amen. Listen. Don't let your emotions deceive you. If we would be honest with ourselves, that a lot of us have done things in the heat of the moment. We have said things in the heat of the moment. We have responded to something in the heat of the moment without sitting down and reasoning with the Lord for a while before you make your next move. And once you've done it, you've only compounded the situation. You say something to me, I say something to you, we're going tit for tat and the devil's sitting back getting two for one. But when we understand, when he says, oh, taste and see, you've got to try the Lord. You've got to walk his way, try his concepts and the precepts and see if it's not open up a door of opportunity for you. And if you're willing to allow God to move in your life, God will begin to move things in your life. You won't suffer change, but you won't allow change to come. What good is it to go get the police if you're going to take the matter in your own hand? And some say, what's good to getting the police when they're going to do what they want to do? You've got to know that God allows whatever to come past to come past. And for me to question, for you to question, you can do that, but you're fighting and wasting a lot of idle time. Why, God? Because I'm God. Is that what you tell your children? Don't question me. Do as I say. Well, are we all God's children? If we're all God's children, don't question him. Do as he says. Oh, oh, it's, it don't, that don't fit, huh? Number two. Y'all help me say this. God is real. God is real. A lot of people would want to fight your intellect. How can you pray to a God you've never seen? How can you worship a God that you've never been able to touch? Amen. But yet God says, you see me every day. Well, Lord, when did I see you? He said, when I was hungry, you didn't feed me. When I thirst, you didn't give me drink. And when I had need, you didn't come to my rescue. What do you mean? When I see you, I ought to see God. Because he said I was Created in his image. I was given the abilities and the emotions and the, the thought and reason to think things out and work things out. That was God that gave that to me. And God breathed his nostrils, breathed through my nostrils, which made me a living soul. So therefore, if, if, if I see the God in you, you ought to see the God in me, then we ought to realize that there's one God above. People want to talk about the Big Bang. Well, my question is, who created the Big Bang? Okay, I'll buy into your Big Bang theory. Who is who and what is causing? Explain gravity to me. You can give me the mathematical term, but explain it to me in simple terms. How is it that I can throw an apple up in the air, but it comes back down, but the moon hangs every day without fault? How can I... Explain the birth process. When a child is released from his father and headed in the direction of his mother, it's equivalent to a man swimming five miles upstream. And yet when he attaches to the egg and he is sustained, he or she is sustained by body fluids and, and an umbilical cord which is being nutrients from the mother to the child. But yet when this child is born and released 
from liquids to air, if you put it back in liquids, you'll kill it. But I don't serve, and God is not real. Yet you can you can uh, 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 try to get me to believe that all of this is a hoax. You want to tell me that Jesus is not real when Jesus hung, bled, and died for my sins? You want to tell me that Jesus didn't have a color when he had to have a color when he walked here on earth? You're trying to tell me that that don't matter when it does matter because of who would it have benefit, who would it affect? Then you got folks trying to tell me don't read the word because it's a word that brings me to the truth. You tell me that the Holy Ghost is not real? When the Holy Ghost is the only eyewitness at Calvary that validates you back into the fellowship of God through the Son, Jesus, which gives you all of us eternal life, but you're trying to tell me it's not real? One God, one Son, one Holy Ghost with one mission. Remember the mission of the Holy Ghost as Jesus got ready to ascend back to heaven. He said, I'm going to pray to the Father that he would send you a comforter. And he would bring back to things that I've been trying to share with you. Let me help you. He's going to shake your tree when your tree needs shaking. And this comforter is going to teach you the precepts and the concepts of everything that God stood for. He's going to take you back to the beginning when God began to explain to Moses how things came together. Yes, we're going to give you a record of everything, but how many would really understand that a true Holy Ghost experience, God will drop in on you and give you insight and give you in-depth and stuff that you could never even create it because you hadn't even read it for yourself. You try to tell me God's not real. I got questions. I got, I, got, I got news for you. You can say what you want to say, but he, he is real. Amen. Amen. The mission is that in Ezekiel 18, God said, it is my desire that all souls be saved. Now, man wants to get caught up on sin. He said all unrighteousness is sin. So if you're a murderer, if you're a thief, if you're a liar, it's all look at his sin. If you're a rapist, it's all look at his sin. If you whatever, it's all look at his sin. He said all unrighteousness is sin. But I'm going to, despite all that, I'm going to clean that slate. All you got to do is accept my son. That's all you got to do is accept my son. You mean to tell me it's got to be a catch to it. It's got to be something to it. It can't be that simple. Yes, it is. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. This doesn't take rocket science. You got to want to do it. Nobody can make you saved. You got to want to be saved. When the prodigal son returned, he said, my son who was lost has now been found. Why? Because the son became to the point where he could be found. The father didn't go and send him. Now, understand something about the prodigal father. He didn't go send out a watch crew to go find his son. He kept his position, maintained his standards, but he kept looking out beyond the realm of visibility. Will today be the day? Let me help somebody. You got somebody you're trying to reach in your family right now. Somebody say right now. Right now. You're going all out. Y'all didn't have family intervention, family planning. Y'all said, don't do this. Don't say that. No, keep your standards. Don't turn your back on them, but let them know the standard of God is going to be the standard of God. I'm going to love you in spite of. But guess what? You're going to have to come to the walk. You're going to have to come to the water. I'm not going to preach on you. I'm not going to preach against you. I'm going to preach the word of God. If the word of God hits you, then guess what? Say, here I am, Lord. Amen. And let the Lord do the rest. Now, would you understand that the mission is, the mission is to stay consistent. Don't, don't give this person a, a leeway because you, you kind of like them. You grew up with their family. I, I know them. They come from good stock, and you don't know nothing about this person, and all you see is what you see. And that person, what you see, they might look ragged. They might look undone and unfit, but they got more in them than the folk you grew up with knowing. Amen. 
That's why God said, you let the wheat and the tares grow together. I'll do the separate. So if this mission for me is to understand that God wants us all saved, let not your heart be troubled. Some of us, we got, we got a president right now, and, and, and I, I, am, I am appalled and shocked. I am appalled and shocked and embarrassed as a man of God, that you can sit up here and, 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 and ridicule, criticize, and propagate impeaching instead of asking that God save him. Because if God save him, he'll do what's right. We have gotten caught up into the media onslaught investigations and, and, and provocations, which all could be true. But once you find that out, you impeach him, he's still going to have the same issue. So why not ask God to get to the core of the matter and save him? Why not ask God to save you, save your loved one, save your friend, save the folks who are going through pure hell instead of you trying to Figure out why they're doing it. Just ask God to sympathize. God, please save Because God don't care if it's Trump, Prince, Jackson, Fadbury, whoever. He said, I want you saved. Whether you're black, white, Hispanic, with cents, no cents, three cents or a dollar. I want you saved. And if you really want to be saved, Put aside every weight that causes you to something, that slows you down. You're trying to worry about what I'm not doing right. What can you do to make your situation better? How can you get over your shortcomings? Does that mean I voted for him? No, I didn't vote for him. But he's it. So if he's going to be it, Lord, save him. Hello? Some of you got bosses right now, and you want the boss, you want them to wake up there, you come back and think, ding dong, the witch is dead, everybody have a good time. Why don't you pray for him to get saved? Why don't you, why don't you pray for some deliverance? And maybe, just maybe, the person you think needs delivery might be you that needs delivery. Let me see. God said do not get caught up in the ways of this world. But yet we'll tweet, we'll Facebook, we'll Snapchat, whatever social hotbed it is right now on our disgruntledness of Trump. But yet, when folks tell you you can't pray in your own schools, you take that with your mouth closed. When folks tell you what you can't do about exercising your First Amendment right, you take that sitting down. We can gather together for some, some marches of equality, but we won't gather together for marches of spirituality. We'll get folks registered to vote instead of trying to get folks to come to the house of the Lord. But we serve one God, one Son, one Spirit with one mission. The question is, has the mission become faded or have we become deaf? I got a question for you this morning. If none of this is real, if it's all propaganda, if it's a big old hoax, why have people for thousands of years spent billions and trillions of dollars to discredit? Just think on this for a moment. If all of this is a big old joke, why are they going through so much trouble? If it's a joke, let it run its course. Hello? If they lying on you, what they tell you, that's how they the lie. But you got to ask yourself some more stiff questions, brothers and sisters. 
Why do people go through all this propaganda for something that ain't real? Why would people make it illegal for me to read? Why would people make it illegal for me to write? Now they don't even have to make it illegal. They just put you and distract us with so much other stuff that you don't even bother to read. You don't even bother to write. Some of us are fully grown and can't put together a decent paragraph. And that ain't got nothing to do with no educational system. But I found out the education system is what you put into it, public or private. You take an interest in your child being learned, your child will learn. If you ship them off like cattle and then expect the, 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 the institution to institutionalize them, that's just what's going to happen. And it becomes a prerequisite for the bigger system called the penal system. And it becomes a vicious cycle. We must understand that God has given us everything we need to win right here on earth. But when are we going to say, Lord, here I am, use me? If they won't go, I'll go. If I got to stand it alone, Lord, I'll stand it alone. If I got to keep fighting this good fight all by myself, then I'd rather fight that fight to hear well done, our good and faithful servant, than to get spineless for the sake of being popular here on earth to hear depart from me, thy workers of iniquity. We must understand that right is going to always be right. These folks, well, they, they have gone all out their way to try to discredit to you that Jesus is not real. He's not real. Do you understand the billions of dollars spent on the educational system? Did you tell me I can't pray to Jesus? Do you understand that if we could have a moment of silence, understand, a moment of silence for our fallen veterans, which I do respect, I can't have a moment of silence to Jesus? If we say this country was built on God, is that really indicating that? We talk about a First Amendment right, and you do everything in your power to smother it? Uh, uh, Sister Gulek, I'm sorry, but, you know, in this, this, in this environment, you can't say the word Jesus. Oh, okay. Okay. And that might be the case on some job. I'm saying, don't get fired, bootleg on my behalf. I'm inspired. My pastor said, I can say Jesus, 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 and Jesus again. What I'm saying is we, we, we can't have it both ways. Paul said, for Christ I live, and for Christ I die. All of this leads us to something. David, Solomon were considered extremely wise men, wise and great leaders, but yet they had some obvious flaws. David were in the modern times, he would have been considered a hormone. But yet God saw favor to say, this is a man after my own heart. His son Solomon picked up the same traits and habits, over a thousand in his concubine. But yet the wisdom and the inspiration that came from these two, listen, the question being asked in Proverbs 30, Verse 4, who have ascended up to heaven or descended? That question, that answer to that question is obviously Jesus. But here's the, the, the beauty and the irony of this question that's being asked in the Old Testament. This was 
years before Jesus even hit the scene. Next part of that says, who have gathered the winds in his hands? The answer to that question is obviously it was God. So we've identified Jesus or the Son of God, and we've identified God. In the Old Testament, pre-Holy Ghost time. Hello, somebody. Next part, let who have bound the waters in a garment? The answer to that question is obviously God. If we remember Gideon, Gideon wanted some confirmation. Lord, if you really want me to do this, I need you to make all this land wet but keep my towel dry. And when God showed himself, Gideon yet asked, okay, God, I'm almost convinced. If it's really you, today I want you to flip the script. I want you to make my towel dry only, wet only, and let the, all the land be dry as a bone. Next day, God showed up again. What am I trying to say? God has always tried to let man know that he was there for him. But it's man who gets beside himself and gets bigger than the issue at hand. Another question in Proverbs 30, verse 4, who have established all the ends of the earth? Obviously, God. But here comes the straw that breaks the camel's back. It asked this question. What is his name? And what if it is his son's name if thou can tell? A lot of us will say, Well, there's gotta be God and the Son of God. Even when the Hebrew boy was thrown in the furnace. And the king sends this man to look. He said, I see the three, but then there's another one that appears to be the son of God. Even the sinner know that God has a son. But the question that's being asked is what is God's name and what is his son's name, if thou can tell. Translation, if you truly have a relationship with God, you get past the title. Because technically, your title is man. Technically, your title is woman. But when I develop a relationship, uh-huh. when I begin to sup with you, when I begin to sit with you and learn of your ways, it changes from the impersonal to personal. That's why he said, I'll call your friend on this day. Jesus said, I learned you, you learned me. Now we can take this relationship to another level. Your name now becomes Chop. Your name becomes Bootlegger. Because I know you, which brings us back to the scripture, he said, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they would not follow. You got to hear me, brothers and sisters. It's enough for us going through the motions of church, and we got to let this thing become a part of us. One God, one Son. One spirit with one mission. 
My question to you this morning, if you knew that you had three hours left on earth, what would you do? How would you handle it? How would you get your house in order? Are you going to try to make as much money as you can in those last three hours? I don't think so. Are you going to try to find the biggest house that you can within the next three hours? I don't think so. Because even if you didn't believe in heaven and earth, with three hours left, it's going to at least bring to question, I wonder, is it real? Even if you doubted that Jesus was who he said he was, for the next three hours, I believe you at least want to do it just in case. But the scripture tells us no man knows the day nor the hour. when the Son of Man will return. If that truly be our case, would you waste any more time wondering on what you should do and how you should do it? Don't let the enemy deceive us with time. Or you have plenty of time for that. You're young. You got the rest of your life to worry about that. Somebody say, get your house in order right now. Because it's real. I would love to see how many of the bootleg scamming preachers, knowing that there were three hours left, I bet they won't tell you in 21 days God's going to send you a blessing. I bet you they won't be trying to sell no CDs and no conferences then. If they had any sense, they would say, I don't care where you are. I don't care who you are. Put your hands on that radio. Put your hands on that television. Stand wherever you are. Point in this direction and repeat this prayer after me. And you'll find out just how simple it is to live for God. Because I'm always reminded of the thief on the cross. He knew that he had three hours left. But he said, yet, Lord, will you remember me? Will you remember me? And I want you to really, really focus on that. Will you remember me? Whatever it was that was perplexing you on today, whatever had you at your wit's end on today, is it worth the eternal disconnect from God? Will you stand with me? Jesus is real. Oh, Jesus is so real to me. So many people down here I can live without him oh that's why I love you so he is real if you would right where you are would receive the blessings of God in your life, just simply raise your hands right where you are. Oh, 
I love you so. Oh, that's why I love you so. He is real. Lord, we're standing before you right now, submitting ourselves to you, humbling ourselves to you. Lord, I'm surrendering my troubled heart to you right now. I'm giving it all to you right now. Lord, I'm not going to struggle with this thing any while longer because I know you're real, God. I've tried it for myself, and I've tasted and seen that you're real. And the only way that that I can allow you to have full right away, Lord, i got to step out of the way. And I ask you to come in right now. Fill my cup right now. Feel my mindset right now. Feel my motives right now, oh God. Cleanse my heart, God, of any unrighteousness. That I could be the son or daughter that you called me to be. Lord, I don't profess to know it all. But that I do know. I know that you're real. And I know that you want us to mean what we say and say what we mean. Lord, I stand as proxy of my home. It's proxy of my family. It's proxy of my community. It's proxy of my job. It's proxy of my region, God, to be the best servant that I could be. And I ask you, God, to help me to navigate through myself. Yes, we have enemies, but when we understand the purpose of our enemies, allow them to do at will what you would have for us to elevate your message. And we can say, yes, Lord, with conviction. Yes, Lord, with understanding. From the bottom of our hearts to the very depths of our soul. Lord, we ask that you would meet us, guide us, and direct us. Both now and forever. In Jesus' name. Somebody said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. amen. And amen. Come on, give God a hand praise. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. From the bottom of my heart to the depth of my soul. Yes, Lord.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.